Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's Pinball with Personality. Episode 27 of the Pinball Show is amongst you with your hosts, Zach Minnie and Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how are you this week, my friend? I feel that I'm both polished yet gritty. (laughs) We've been getting feedback about the last discussion on episode 26 of the Pinball Show in which, can I say we or me? We, no, I've had, I had people directly message me an email over at Eclectic Gamers <laughs> about it. We created a new classification system. We is a generous descriptor. The royal, we, I suppose. So yeah, we, we created a classification system that was based more on emotion and tone. Mo- mostly tone, but people don't know what that means. You know, emotion. So you received some messages about this, that people were in love with it, right? No, most of the messages I received were more negative. That's probably just because they were Creasel fans or something. I don't think I actually have fans, but I (laughs) would say that it was more along the lines of, yeah, yeah." it seemed like they (laughs) got where you were coming from, but they didn't see how that was actually an improvement on the existing system. Mm. And uh, one message I think noted that they felt that this was already represented in the existing categories. And I think I had two others mm. that were more just, they didn't, they didn't like, they just didn't like it. They didn't, they, they I would rather have them just downright say, I don't like it because then and I, I th- know they're wrong. Yeah. And but, I think one of them ended up emailing you or emailing to the pinball network. Yeah, so they, they might've, I know yeah. they did. I checked. I know somebody was happy about it though. A couple people. Yeah. I saw that too, but I think the majority of the feedback has been less supportive. Yeah. Chip on the shoulder will make me work harder. It's all good. I think that uh, I think that I can build upon this over time. I think um, I think the majority, based off the feedback, would rather that the building not be finished construction-wise. That's fine. A lot of people, I would say, the majority of pinball love Metallica, and I don't think that's a fun game. So, and well, I'm right. So, it, it took a long time for people to realize I was a wood chopper. Is a wood chipper or wood it, chopper? It is a wood chopper. What's a chipper then? Wood chipper? That's where the bodies go. (laughs) What have you been up to this week? Chipping. Chipping. Oh, no. It's been a busy week. I do fear uh, whenever I do visit you at some point, visit your home, what I will find and if I will be able to leave. It's a house, not Hotel California. (laughs) I hate the Eagles, man. We've got a lot of news this week, but before we do so, I want to give our listeners a chance at a giveaway. A banner? I guess we can do a banner. I know. People always ask you about the banners. That's why I mention it. We could do like a banner, a shaker motor, maybe a trans light. Oh, can it be one of those red trimmer shakers? I don't like the red trimmers. So it makes sense for you to give them away. Get rid of them. I don't have any. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, no. I just get the OEM Stern ones. Straight from Stern, straight from the source. That's where I get my stuff from. We could give away that. We could do a uh, pinball dust cover. Stern just released those. We could do some swag. 
what sounds like fun to give away? Because here's the thing, listener. On other mediums, straight down the middle, we give away stuff. On the Flipping Out Facebook, we give away stuff. Some of my sponsored podcasts, Loser Kid and uh, Poor Men, I, I give away stuff. So I thought, you know what? The pinball show peoples, they need to be given something too. I'll, I'll leave it up to you, Dennis. Give them something well, good. What do you? Not a pinball well, machine, but yeah, no, obviously. We let's not be silly. I I imagine most people don't have the dust cover or a dust cover for that matter. That might That's be the most universal because nice. not every game needs a shaker. I think the banner is more beloved. I would agree. Okay. All right, let's, let's do a banner. Let's do a banner. How about a turtles banner? Toitles. Ooh. Maybe Avengers banner. <laughs> We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll give away a Ninja Turtles banner. I think the best way to do this, Dennis, is I would like to, uh, we'll just give away the banner randomly to someone that has given us a review on iTunes or the TWIP DB site. How about that? Oh, okay. That's a pretty easy way to pull the names. Anybody can participate. If you want a beautiful banner, hell, these things sell for over $200 on Pinside. If you want a brand new banner free of charge, Continental US, if if we're shipping it outside of there, message me. We'll talk about shipping rates and whatnot. But we'll ship you a nice hand-drawn zombie Yeti artwork for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Stern Pinball. All you have to do is have had reviewed us on the DB website, the database by This Week in Pinball, or on iTunes. And I'll randomly go through it. Here's the thing that I also need. If you do submit a review, if you have submitted a review, Go to, just email us just to let us know uh, your name because I'm not going to know how to get a hold of you if you just review, right, from the websites. Yeah. I, also, there's a there's a hurdle with iTunes, unfortunately, that I think the reviews are categorized by store. So, like, you normally, when you look, you see the U.S. reviews. Mm. And you actually have to go through a different storefront to see the U.K. reviews. Okay. So, oh. And I forgot about that, but that's a... So, to the Europeans, go to the DB website to review us but if you've if you've submitted a review you can do it now submit a review on the db website or on itunes and if you have done so email us at the pinball network at gmail.com and let us know that you have done a review for us and you'll be thrown into that giveaway yep. that's exciting yeah yeah see have, we're, have to we're email givers. in though there you're right there's no way we would be able yeah. to plus that'll sort out anyone who doesn't want it that's, easily that's very true like i don't so, want yeah. no turtle banner Oh, where would I hang it? By your neon? There's no more room in there. <laughs> Those walls are full. You can legit hang it in the middle of your room like a rafter banner. My, that's, you don't understand the scale of that room. That, <laughs> that ceiling cannot accommodate that. I could not even have... I don't even think I can have big guns in that room. I bet if I sold a Dennis Creasel stern-sized banner, it would do very well. How are our shirts doing? We don't have shirts, but no, that's a good point. I'm looking for a designer for those shirts. We're going to get some cool pinball show t-shirts pending approval from Dennis Creasel. Maybe some uh -oh. TP in general t-shirts too. Oh, I don't know. I think the I only one I, flip I, I know shirt. just another pinball has it has a shirt. Silverball mm -hmm. Chronicles has a shirt. Yeah, they do have the Silverball swag stuff going. All right, let's talk about some news. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. The clock is ticking down to September, which is the rumored release month for Jersey Jack's next pin. Sometimes we forget the next title hasn't even been announced yet, and there is renewed speculation on what the next Jersey Jack title will be. 
Some recent posts on Pinside have started to question the likelihood of Jersey Jack releasing a Guns N' Roses in the current political and social climate. Guns N' Roses has always been a controversial choice for Jersey Jack with its past lineup of family-friendly pins. Because of this, some say that the rumored Toy Story is now more likely to be the next release. Wrong! There are pinball fans on both sides of the fence and both titles look to be potential big sellers for Jersey Jack. Whether you are looking for a grittier or more whimsical pin, see what I did there, Zach? Bye, bye, bye! You are likely to be happy with whatever is coming next from Jersey Jack Pinball. For the Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. It's always great to hear from the correspondent, Zach. Yeah, I will have to correct uh, Rudberg there. I don't see a potential Toy Story as whimsical. Mm. That doesn't scream whimsy to me, does it you? Hmm. I I don't think on that system anymore because we've already decided it's not continuing. Maybe dynamic if it is kind of action. It's polished, very much polished. It is cheerful. Um, yeah, okay. <sighs> I appreciate the nod to the system there, Ruddy. I like that. And it seems like you're the only one doing your fucking job! <laughs> so nicely done. I guess there just hasn't have been, been any news at all from any other uh, manufacturers this last week. Craig's up in the woods in Saskatchewan or something. I don't what know where the, the hell he's, he's been at. up there for like a year now. He better have a beard when he, he comes he back. He looks like That's the guy from Frontier. <laughs> That's what Keith Elwin looks my, like, that guy. Oh, speaking of Keith Elwin. Oh, Cricket. Let's see if I... You know what? I've got cool toys now. I've got a new no, microphone, no. Dennis. Hey, see? Got that. Mm. Uh, where's my Crickets? There it is. Huh? I'd replace those with uh, Frontier Crickets. What are the Frontier Crickets? The... Da-da-da. Oh. Kikika. Oh. I could just do this all... Oh, that's when Dennis says something fun. That's when I talk. Oh, people are laughing at me. It's good, <laughs> it's good times. All right. Uh, those are default. I'm going to fix those in the future. But speaking of Frontiers, Keith Elwin up in the woods developing a game. Do you think Keith Elwin is next for Stern Pinball's release? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. We got a teaser this week, Dennis. We got a teaser from Stern Pinball about their next release. People didn't know, though. Is this just a home pin? Is this a vault? Is this a cornerstone? What are they showing us? The video was titled, Assembling Soon, dot, dot, dot. And it did the Marvel film intro montage, if you will. But instead of it saying Marvel at the end, it said Stern Pinball. It had the dynamic sounds that you're accustomed to from the Marvel Universe. And it had what looked to be hand-drawn artwork that looked and resembled to me like Zombie Yeti of all of the different Marvel Universe characters, including the bad guys, the villains. Mm-hmm. Now, you watched this trailer. What were your first thoughts? Because I didn't think we would see or hear of a new game this month. I, I didn't see that. Uh, I thought it would be an October release. And I sure as a hell didn't think it was going to be any Avengers again. It confused a lot of people, didn't it? Yeah, I would say so, though. Obviously, we had discussed on a prior episode how there was mention of a Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the rumor was circulating. Um, I believe it was with at one point with This Week in Pinball, uh, we, an yeah. item that was taken down had suggested that. Jeff nailed that one. Yeah, Marvel-based. 
And so, uh, so that fits with that. I, when I saw the trailer, thought home pin, the, okay. the pin, a, a home edition like Star Wars. Which would have made sense if they were going to do another home I, pin. That's I thought a good so license. because Avengers is a huge franchise. We're not, you know, we're well past, but not historically past when the movies have come out. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's not exactly timely, but it's also a good not, year. Yeah, but but from a for a home environment, I could just I could just see Avengers being a, a very good choice to try and sell one of their lower cost models in. So that's and just they, where I was. And they still may do that in the future. Sure, um, sure. So it, it surprised me to see anything Avengers based because we did get a previous Stern Pinball Machine cornerstone of yes. Avengers designed by George Gomez. And uh, I I immediately felt though once i had heard that this was a cornerstone this new release is a cornerstone that obviously it has to be different They're, they would never vault that original avengers it was not a good game i thought initially though maybe they do the batman 66 thing to it the batman oh, uh slight Dark modifications Knight. to the layout yeah and changes in code i thought maybe huh. maybe gomez gets his hands on this redoes it reworks it we get some more code i I thought maybe we get that but it doesn't sound like yeah, that yeah i i mean i i could see it if there was anything about avengers that's worth saving that wasn't already done on another pen already so oh, okay yeah and i i say it that way because the i i remember for a lot of people the biggest frustration was the nature of the black widow ramp mm-hmm. i feel that gomez already Fixed that with Deadpool's shot, which is very reminiscent, uh, but much better executed. So, very true. So, like the gimmick's been already redone better. So, I just don't, I just don't see the value well, to doing it. Well, the only reason I thought that though, Dennis, uh, is because has Stern ever taken a title and totally started over with it? What do you mean? I can't think of a theme that they've taken and started over and done a completely new pinball machine on. Now they've done that with Batman. They they've retooled it. That's why I was thinking initially retooling what was already there. But to my knowledge, and I might be wrong, listener, help me out. I don't know of any theme that Stern has made that they said, you know what, let's go back and do Spider-Man again. But this time we're starting over and doing something totally different. Let's start over with Star Wars. Like they haven't, they've never done that. So you mean uh, doing a new game on a on a theme they already did? Yes, correct. And you're not going back in their history to include their Sega and Data East choices? No. I mean, if we did that, of course, there's there's some. But no, just more. I mean, this is contemporary. We had an Avengers contemporary pinball machine by Stern. And now it looks as if we're getting another one. Given the context of what you've stated, I agree with you. I don't think it's impressive. If anything, I think it's a mistake. Oh. To redo Avengers this soon. Interesting. Let's talk about that here in a second. Okay. But this is, uh, we spoke about it on the Flipping Out Pinball stream. I was able to confirm for the hobbyist that this is, in fact, confirmation of a third cornerstone title for 2020 and likely probably the last cornerstone of this year. That shocked a lot of people. I was, sort of, as you mentioned earlier, I was very surprised that they would announce the third cornerstone this soon. Yeah. I, I felt they would announce the third cornerstone this year, but I figure I didn't think October. I actually thought they'd do... Stranger Things style and try and get it out in December. Mm. Um, and I based that off of the, the delays from COVID, that Turtles seems to be selling well. You'd know better than me. But there was a lot of pinup yeah, construction demand from, for more Jurassic Park. So we'd already heard about things like another 
what Guardians Pro run is coming yes, out later. Correct. So it just seemed like there's like a backlog of stuff. So I just thought they were going to wait because if the line's busy, why release a new game? Very true. They are backlogged uh, pretty significantly. But what I think this is an indication of, I could be wrong, but I feel good about this one. I think this pin was likely slated to be released in July because we yeah, had, I think, that, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. We had turtles that was supposed to come out at the beginning of April timing wise, July end of July would have made the most sense. Uh, and then we would get one, like you said, end of December, beginning of January. We don't know. Do we, is it a monsters? Do we call it Q4 Q1? What do we do there? I thought that's what we would get, but I, I thought, October just to catch up on everything. But I think this is indication that Stern pinball may have been able to do a lot of catching up over the last couple of months, even given the current environment. Yeah, it could be that could be related to licensing as well. So, I mean, the, the low hanging fruit is they hear of JJP deep root about to announce something and they're like, I'll show them. We'll we'll throw the biggest film franchise and one of the biggest in history. We'll throw that uh, on everyone's plate to take some dollars before these other guys announce. Hmm. I I'm skeptical that, I mean, I get it. It's, it's like a great, uh, burn move, but I'm, I'm a little skeptical that they care that much about their, this level of competition that they would restructure their release schedule around it. I think you're correct, but I just, no, no, no offense, but I mean, we don't know how well deep roots going to sell Jersey Jack is Jersey Jack, but Stern's just got so much market share. Do they really care? When I mean, they're, they've been used to the whole thing of Jersey Jack does their announcement and then they get another pin out anyway before the games are shipping. So that's true. Now, that's we, true. But I, we don't know how it's going to be. I there. think ultimately they care, but do they care to the extent of uh, of eliciting a behavior like that? I, Probably right. not. I, I, I think if they're smart, they recognize that they have competition and they yeah. pay attention to it. I would hope that they do. And I think we see that in things like the move to, you know, from spike to spike two for an LCD screen. Surely that is in no small part due to what others in the industry were doing. Absolutely. But, but there's a big leap between caring about what your competition does and then, you know, changing like does Samsung change when they release their new uh, their new Galaxy phone because of what Motorola is doing? No, but they might because of what Apple's doing. That sure, is, but that, that but, is a bad but in theory. that case, Stern is Apple. Yes, correct. JJP is not Apple. Is JJP Samsung? I I don't know who the second biggest manufacturer of cell phones is anymore. Kyocera, Google maybe. <laughs> With the with the with the pixels, yeah. I don't know. I used to use Samsungs, and then I switched to Google for the latest phone. But Androids. Mm-hmm. Well, Androids is software. So on this teaser, we got numerous, very diverse characters of the Avengers universe, or the Marvel universe, is what we'll call it. Mm-hmm. We also yeah. get the the Black Order. I'm not familiar with that. I, I thought this would be your wheelhouse. I don't read comics. The Black Order, I've learned a lot over the last couple of days. Uh, i got to give a shout-out to, to Travis Murray. He is a huge Marvel Universe fan, and he does a podcast and a YouTube show. But I got a lot of information, uh, research stuff from him. He talked about the Black Order kind of being the villains of the Marvel Universe, especially against the Avengers. And he, he said that when seeing all of the artwork, he was talking about Super giant. He's seen super giant in there, which is not portrayed 
on the films yet, and even some pretty obscure characters. He said it seems like it's more true to some of the comic book stuff. Do you think that's good, bad? What yeah. comic versus film? Yeah, I mean, I think it worked well for Deadpool. I know not everyone agrees, and they really wish that it was Ryan Reynolds. But had it been Ryan Reynolds, it would have to have been the movies. And it's I hard just to know have, in hindsight. You have a well. You just from a creative standpoint, you have more freedom doing the comic book stuff because you're not tied as strong. I mean, you still have to respect the assets and do what the what the comics want you to do. But you've got so many stories you could incorporate and pull from because there are these arcs that happen that in true. the comics. So you have that. Um, you can involve other characters and it doesn't have to be just retelling the film version, which is what would have happened if they had done. It'd be more guardians of the galaxy based kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can, I, again, I don't know how strict Marvel would be with them having to follow a particular comic line. I still think there's probably going to be an expectation. They follow some sort of story arc that happened in the written material, but Mm -hmm. they're just, because it's so much cheaper to release comics than it is to release movies. They have more to choose from. Yeah, dealing with the dealing with the the Marvel comic book company is probably easier than dealing with the film licensing Marvel. Well, didn't Stern indicate? And I don't. I may be. I may not be remembering right. So I am truly asking. But I thought that in interviews it had been indicated that it was relatively easy to work with Marvel on the Deadpool pinball machine, which is comic themed. I recall that same thing. Yes. So I think that we have precedence for that because maybe it's a uh, choice then. Right. That's not going through Marvel Studios. That's going through Marvel Comics. And then, you know, that's different. It's different. It's and we don't group. know when it comes to Stern has been doing some of this lately. We're, we're going to create our own world, almost like a video game-esque uh, feel. We're going to create our own world. Will the world be under glass? I sure as hell hope so. Hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, watch out for those air balls. But they've been doing that lately. And I, I always question that move personally. Um, it sounds like you're on the on the other side of it, but Jurassic Park was kind of that way. It's still, I mean, this their own I, world. I don't. I'm skeptical that they're going to create their own world with this. But oh, but so that, you think they'll a, stick to the comic books? I th- I think that there's just a lot there that they could mine that will just. It's less to have to think about. A lot of stories, yeah. I mean, they. I I don't know because yeah, they. I mean, like the megalodon and stuff was different through Deadpool, so they definitely have shown a willingness to. Go ahead and craft their own story. I don't think people buy the pinball machine based off of whether the story was self-crafted or not. I, it To me, it's a bigger question about whether the comic license is as strong as the movie license. And it probably is not. No. So not basing it off the movie could suppress sales. Versus, and same. And I think I feel the same with Deadpool, even though I think Deadpool turned out really well. I think they would have sold more of them had they gone ahead and done the movie thing. But I think Deadpool sold well because of A, the art, and B, the style of which they went with that LCD animation. Yeah, I think I think it over time, I think it helped. And I, music. Uh, it's just it came together really well on Deadpool. But, yeah, but at this point, I mean, when was the last Stern that didn't come together overall very well? I mean... Well, it's sort a of, matter of opinion. Like, like you're not exactly hurting for things that have good art and a good display and good sound at this point, are you? I mean, you might not like the gameplay. You might not like the rules, but I mean. I, I think for me, the reason that Jurassic Park stays in my collection is because of the rules and the gameplay. It is certainly, certainly not the art and not the animation or assets. That is a, for me personally, 
that's kind of a turnoff. Okay. And if the gameplay and the rules weren't there like they are, it wouldn't be in my collection. Uh, and I don't know if it's a preference thing. I know that uh, Keith Elwin did Jurassic Park, and there was there was stories out there as if they could have they could have got that those movie assets, but they chose not to. But is that just them saying? Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's, Do, it's does Stern want to be stage. a control or not? Yeah, it, well, it's moot until we talk about this and how this comes out. We're going to know Why? more about this. Dr- what happened with Jurassic Park is not really relevant to this game. It is if it's the same designer. Why? Why? I don't understand. Because then, we can, understand. Ca- then we can kind of get a feel of maybe this is a designer preference thing rather than an assets limitation thing. Okay. You see I, what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, but I... I guess a lot of people don't care. Well, I, I and I'm not I'm not saying that. I I'm curious. I'm I not am. sure how I'm not sure care. how big of a role the designer has in deciding what license assets they're going to specifically go for or not. I'm not I, I'm I just, think they are. I, I think there's an involvement. I don't know if they get I mean the way it sounded is Stern considers a variety of licenses and they're whatever deals are whatever deals and then they try and find which designer wants to work on that particular project. And if they don't have an interest by the design team, they drop pursuing the license. But mm, okay, yeah, I can, I can see that. It'll be um, interesting. Uh, well, we'll I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Elwin would say something like, "If we don't, if we do the comic license instead of the movie license, how much more money can I spend on my BOM?" That, like, I could see that. I could see Elwin too. doing that and being mm-hmm. like, "I would rather have the money for Max." He's can a player. I? So I could see that. It feels like when we've seen that artwork, Dennis, we're going to get more of a comic book style like a Deadpool. What were your first reactions to some of the sneak peek of the artwork? Because I'm assuming that that artwork is going to be used in the Pinball Machine Pro Premium LE. What was your first reaction? Was it a positive reaction to the artwork? Negative? Yeah, it looked good. Uh, looks like Zombie Eddie. It does look like Zombie Eddie. I said on a recent stream, hey, I streamed this last week, Dennis. Hmm. How about that? A reaction to this teaser. You guys are going to have to follow me on flipping out pinball on Twitch. Uh, but I said on there, if the eyes are hollow and it looks like the character wants to kill you, it's most likely zombie Eddie artwork. <laughs> yeah. Plus, uh, plus, uh, it's. I mean, I knew Zombie Eddie was working on another Stern project, so I yes, think he's been did. public about it. He never told me not to say it. So. Yeah. I, I knew there. he. I knew he had another Stern pro- product. Now I don't think he was originally the one planned to do it. That or Turtles. It was one of them. One of them uh, came up as something of a surprise to him. I'm guessing this one. I'd like to be a fly on well, the Well, you know, th- things, you know, people change. Other people might have to pull out pull out of a project sort of Let stuff. It'd be a bee. If you were an insect, what kind of insect would you want to be? Uh, I, I, that question's without meaning. I a don't spider? Understand. That's not an insect. Insect... Spider's not I an insect? I thought you took biology. Spider Wait has eight minute. legs. It's not an insect. What the hell is it then? An arachnid? It's an arachnid. What the hell's the difference between an arachnid and an insect? Insects crawl around and you can step insects on them. Insects have insect. six legs. That's like the easiest way to... Are you shitting me? It. Is that true? It's... Yeah, I thought you took biology. I didn't take spider biology. Oh, well, my, my biology professor was... Uh, what, are, what are the bug... Entomologi- uh, entomologist? Etymologist? Is that what it is? Ent- entomology? I, Dude, you're way over my head. I have no clue. Now I have to look. Okay, you look. I'm trying to think what kind of insect I'd be. In- entomology, branch of zoology concerned with the study of insects. Yeah, I had an entomologist as a biology professor. So, 
Is that, or were you his protege? <laughs> no, I was not his protege. I did one <laughs> biology class, and that is it. I'm taking uh, a wreck. Insect, noun, a small arthropod animal that has six legs and generally one or two pairs of wings. That's there. bullshit. That scientist is dumb. No, the spider's an insect, damn it. No, it is Let, We're including spider family, the arachnid the, family in this here. This question was stupid to start with. And what about now a centipede? Is a centipede the, not an insect? Oh, my God. Zach, it, it has what, more than six legs. Does it legs. have six legs? Well, then what the hell is a centipede? Legs. A centipede is an elongated metameric creature. Metameric? Yes. What the hell is it? Starship Troopers? <sighs> metameric. Shit that crawls it's around. It's an arthropod. Dennis. You know arthropod. There, it's an arthropod. <gasps> is there a smug, always right insect? Because that'd be you. You knew what I was talking about. God, I, I thought you were talking about insects, and then you're all like spiders. A five-year-old knows a spider isn't an insect. That they probably do. You're right. Not in my brain. I mean, spiders an arthropod as well. I had to look that up, but huh? So it's, it's just an more than six. And an arthropod, so. Science is dumb. There. I'd be an ant. Can we move on? I think you would be. Would you be the queen, though? I think you would be the queen, ant. But I'm not saying like a gender thing. I'm saying right, because right. You, you, I can see you as an ant, but I can see you kind of leading and having minions come to you. I've, ch- I've changed my mind. I would be a termite, and I would eat your pinball machines. <laughs> you can't eat my deep root machines because they're made of aluminum and plastic. <laughs> I'd be one of those fuzzy spiders that are really super cute with all the Why eyes. Why are you still picking that, a non-insect? Like the, like the macro. You see that colorful, beautiful spider? That's what I'd be. But I'd bite your ass, too. You got to watch out in the night when you're sleeping. All right. Speaking of creatures, uh, did you see that Black Panther was included in this? Yeah. That's cool because... We recently had the loss this last week of, I think, one of the most important actors of this generation, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Mm, He's only 43, died of, I believe, colon cancer. Yeah, it was colon cancer. A horrible, horrible, tragic set of events this last week. But it's cool that we're going to get, it's very timely that we're going to get that tribute kind of in this pinball machine. You're going to see Black Panther somewhere. Black Panther's a favorite superhero of a lot of people. So, and some people were calling for a Black Panther pinball machine. Yeah, again, uh, given the strength of the movie, I think it would have made a lot of sense to li- to do a movie. It was a huge the movie Panther film because it was just it was extremely successful, mm-hmm. uh, and it shows diversity. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not at the point where I think pinball manufacturers are factoring that in for their license acquisitions. They can see it as a bonus add on. Yeah, I don't know. If the, I don't. I don't know. Because I don't think like if we're thinking, yeah. yeah, agree. But if we're thinking diversity wise, if we're thinking about, uh, it was a feminine role, role. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, based role. off of, if you wanted to see underrepresented groups in mm-hmm. pinball, Black Panther and Wonder Woman would be the two most logical, okay. commercially successful comic choices that I would advocate for. I agree. I think the female superhero Wonder Woman is probably the biggest. Captain Marvel's not as big. Black Widow's not as big, right? Yeah, well, again, I, I'm just talking about, like, film success. Uh, Captain Marvel was a successful film, uh, especially for DC, though, which has really been struggling lately. Wonder Woman was, like, the one beacon of light in a sea mm-hmm. of really disappointing films. With a new film coming out in 1984. Yeah, and that's another thing you got. So uh, there's a timely relevance to it. 
I still Star, don't think it's Star got the legs to sell. DC before. I still don't think Wonder WB. Woman right now has the legs to sell. I I disagree. We're getting I think warmer. It, I think but it could. I not think it enough. would do. I don't. I mean, again, I don't know what we're comparing it to. It would do better than Black Knight. Yes, but I would agree that I would have questioned Black Knight as well. And movie themed Wonder Woman, I think, could have been competitive with comic themed Deadpool. But I'm a pretty big fan of Wonder Woman, so okay. Bear in mind my bias. Okay. So we we have a really cool pin that sounds like it's coming out. Who's designing this game? Zombie Yeti, we're banking on him doing the artwork. Oh, yeah. You're going Elwin. Yeah. We're due for I mean, Elwin. He's been teasing, promoting on Facebook, and I don't recall him doing that with pins he doesn't work on. That's a good point. We're Plus, due for Steve Ritchie, it, too. Isn't it his time in the cycle, Zach? We've been, he's fairly consistent. Yes. You know, annual pin release. You get that summer, summer run from Keith Elwin, and we know that He's a busy beaver, so I mean, he would. Who, who, who else would you think it might be? Steve Ritchie's do. Steve Ritchie has never done a comic book move, uh, comic book pen, has he? Remember, designers only work on projects they like. He's done Star Wars and Star Trek. That is fantasy. Those aren't those aren't co- those aren't comics. Oh, those are films. And remember, this is comic based okay. adventures. He hasn't done a superhero. George Gomez. I don't believe Gomez does designing anymore. Hmm. Not not full fledged. I I could see him being involved. Like if there's a Led Zeppelin with a modified Quicksilver layout, that he does that, or he tweaks the the home Spider Man Home Edition layout again for another home. Like mm-hmm. that's the sort of stuff he does. Deadpool is a isn't it? Everything he's done has been a modification except Deadpool, and that was because of Trudeau. Okay. Yeah, and, they and just desperately needed yeah. someone to Gomez do the stepped in for the Trudeau thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he designs commercial pinball machines from scratch anymore. He's too busy managing the design teams. So yeah. I don't believe Gomez would do it. We've got a new designer in the wings, is what I'm hearing. We still I, okay. I hadn't heard about that. So we still have a John Borg. He's not due. We have a Brian Eddy. Let's not forget about Brian Eddy. Yeah, I mean Eddie could. I could. I could see it. Except again because he's been gone from the industry so long, I can't imagine he's going to have a pin in an under. The only person I imagine with a pin in more than one pin a year is Borg. Now I think Elwin could do it, but so far Borg is the one guy that they're like, okay, you're turning out two pins a year. I think Elwin could do it too. No. Yeah. I I think he could, but so far maybe because he's new, maybe it's because they don't need it to be probably the latter. He was talking months ago on the loser kid podcast that not only was he done with his third pin, he was already, well into his fourth pin. Yep. And that's part of what why I'm, I'm saying. I'm sure he could do yeah, it, but yeah. I just don't, I just I think, think we'll get an annual Elwin. And I agree with you. I think this is going to be a Keith Elwin pin. The terrific part about that though, is if I feel like we're doing uh logarithms now or algorithms, is a lot. What's the difference between a logarithm and algorithm something, but Keith Elwin, I know you want to look it up or go there, but Keith Elwin did say, or no, it slipped on some kind of podcast. Someone said that confirmed that Keith Elwin is working with the same artist on his next two pins. So if it is Keith Elwin, then we're going to have another Keith Elwin zombie Yeti duo maybe next year around this time. Hmm. That's really exciting. Stern is hitting on all cylinders, Dennis. Who's programming this game? Well, I mean, if it, if it's an if it's an Elwin, like I think it is, then I'm I I'm sure it, it's Rick Nagel. Yeah. I think so too. Because Elwin will do his own rule set. And if it's Richie, I think 
I think he partnered up very well with Tim Sexton. Yeah, I so. think Richie and Sexton are going to be grouped together probably permanently. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that could be the case. It see it seems like Stern is perhaps going into more consistent teams at this stage. Maybe Which, that's just a That worries based me a bit, but yeah, why? I could see that pattern. Why, I kind of like when they you? mix them up. I'm just trying to, I'm sitting here trying to imagine what it would be like with Keith Elwin and Dwight Sullivan doing a project together when Keith feels so strongly about the rules for his games and Dwight is used to having a great deal of control over the game rules. I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like a relationship that's fit to work. Because if, if Dwight was put with Borg all the time, I want to see a Brian Eddy and a Dwight. I want to see how they work together. I like a little hybrid variety there. Well, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong and it's just going to be like, uh, uh, I, I just, I think, I think Elwin's always going to be with Nagel. Yes, yes, yes. Because Elwin's always going to want to do the rules. So there's that. And then. And I think Tim Sexton's going to want to branch out. Outside I could of see Richie Tim too. with other people, but I don't know how many other software developers want to work with Steve Ritchie anymore. So <laughs> based Tanya off of would. that, like would. maybe it, it gets to be the point where it was like with Williams, where. Barry Osler was the only person who could work with Python Angelo anymore. So he was always stuck with him. That's going to be Tim Sexton gets along with Steve Ritchie professionally when they're working on a project. So just, you always give Steve Timmy. I still, I still want Dwight Sullivan working with Ritchie one more time. If I can do a documentary on it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if Dwight, Dwight has done a number of projects with Steve. I could, I could see it happening again, but again, it's just like, if, They're very strong-minded, both if of them. Tim, if Tim and Steve get along so well, do the project, and aren't angry at each other at the end of it, why <laughs> would you disrupt it for, for the public to have a different rule set? You're still going to buy the game anyway. Yeah. Certain programmers do move games. Certain rule designers, I should say, still move games. There are people who adore Dwight games, and they're going to buy based off of that, just like there are people that are buying off of Elwin's rule set, not his layout. And the same as we know with Lyman Sheets. Lyman Sheets moves units. Here's an interesting thought. We know that themes are considered, we talked about it a little earlier, themes are considered based partly on the designer, the code of preferences, right? We've been told if it doesn't make sense to these designers, then they, they drop it, a la Beetlejuice or Superman. Um, but what about themes being decided on partly by the artist? Have you ever thought of that? No, I don't think it happens. I think these artists are on contract. They don't have the same pool that these other people in the design team have. One would think that, but... That's why I said it. But think about about the power that Zombie Yeti has had as he's entered this industry, Dennis. He has had a lot of power, and he stylistically, he has a range of what he is really proficient at. And we've seen that kind of range in things like a Deadpool... Maybe Avengers popped up again and they were like, you know what? Man, I could see that being a Yeti artwork. And Yeti artwork sells us pinball machines. We should take that into consideration as well. I would love to have, you know, what's another blockbuster thing that it's like, yeah, I don't know about Elwa or I don't know about Yeti doing the artwork for that. I, I just wonder if they decide that with the artist in mind as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they factor in which artists they want to approach, but I think it's after they have the license. I don't think they go after licenses based off of what art they can find as, and they continue Stern continues to bring in new quote unquote new pinball artists all the time. Like Johnny crap for Mm -hmm. Jurassic park. I don't think there's any pattern of any consistency regarding them 
that in a way that makes me think that they go after licenses because they have artists in the stable that they think will do a good job with it. I think they get a license and then they feel that they okay. can find an artist that'll be good. Well, you know that that uh, the artistry of Zombietti, he's got a huge range. So he yeah, could probably yeah. do anything. I was surprised some people, I mean, some people were like, well, I don't think this really looks like how he did Ghost. But it's like, you know, the same thing happened, I, I know, with, uh, and I think I heard about it on the Super Awesome Pinball Show, but people are the same about Chris Franchi. It's like they see Batman and Guardians and they think that, like, that's his one style. Just does like, have you not seen yeah. his posters and t-shirts? He has other methods mm-hmm. that he can yeah. do. That said, um, this uh, Avengers lo- does look like Zombie Yeti. It so. does look like that. And I, I was telling people on the stream, too, it may look a little off because of the rendering of uh, getting that art onto that stern Marvel logo, right? They had to curve a lot of the yeah, yeah. pieces. There was, yeah. Near the edges, it's distorted. On yeah, the so people are like, I don't know, it looks a little weird. I'm like, believe me, it's not going to look weird. It's just because they had to move around those images um, and skew them a little bit. So when does this game get announced? I guess next week. Or this week, when this comes this out. This week. Do you think it gets announced today, Monday, for people listening on the premiere? Yeah, day? sure. I'll say, yeah, Monday. I don't know. Uh, I can say, I don't know if I can say, but I will say that at this recording, I have not attended the distributor meeting on this game yet. They may have finally changed how they're doing that to finally eliminate the leak. No, the leak. The leak. Blame it on distros. Everybody just assumes it's distros. Y'all are a bunch of trash. Can't Can't even let things sit for 24 hours. Last couple leaks have came before the distro stuff. Let the record show. But uh, yeah, so I I attend that very soon. <laughs> Believe me, very very. Soon. What time we record? Very soon. But uh, yeah, so I think in maybe a it make most sense an early week reveal, and then a stream. Don't they usually do streams on like Thursdays? Oh, I don't remember if it's a day of the week level of consistency to that. I thought there. I have was no idea. Something. And then yeah. When do you think they start producing these pins? Do you think they're on the line uh, already? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're on the line at this point. If not, they're ready for the line. Yeah, yeah. Star- Stern's never slow about the production mm-hmm. versus the announcement. If it is a basic pro premium LE cornerstone release, we'll get pros likely in two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Will the uh, printer head for the playfields be unclogged so there are no oh. lines? I, hey, I had a lot of people who thought I was too soft. I, had people I did write hear to me that. saying that I was too soft on Stern. Like, with we the, expect it from Zach. No, no, they they were. I can't say they were like extra disappointed. Me like Dennis, really, really. I'm like, I mean, if I'm standing at the flipper buttons, would I have noticed it from the people sent me images? I'm like, I don't think I'd have caught it unless yeah. I. I mean, I'm not going to get out a loop and uh, you know pull the glass and look. Uh, yeah, I so. know you well enough that I knew that that probably wouldn't. I'm just, I, I am fairly unobservant, I suppose. So I understand that. But I, I, again, I, as I noted then, it's like, if you're spending thousands of dollars, complain about what you want. It's your mm-hmm. money. Yeah. And we still haven't heard back from some of those requests. So we'll see. Oh, you have not? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. The, the quality team takes time. They review it. Yeah. So it'll take a little bit of time. I always tell the customers that like if we submit anything big like this. We got to be, we got to be patient. It's going to take a little bit of time. So yeah, I think production is going to be soon here. Um, do you think it'll be a bestseller based on what we know now, which is not much? 
yeah, based off of what we know that it's Avengers, I, I can't say that, though I'm sure it will sell a decent quantity. Based off of what we think, or what I think, that it's an Elwin game, it's game of the year. Whoa! It's going to jump over Turtles. That's your prediction. Yep. Yeah. That's a bold prediction. In terms of in terms of Twippy game of the year, I think it will. Any year Elwin puts one out, he's going to get it. Wow! I'm going to say I'm a gonna go year that of far. an Eric Minier, a year yep. of Turtles. Yeah. Okay, that's bold. Year that's of Deep Root. Bold, yeah. No, that's a Elwin bold will. Elwin's game will win. If this is an Elwin, he will win. I'm going to help support that claim by saying that I've got friends, Dennis. I got Do friends. you? Do you have friends? I've got friends, and okay. one of these friends is really close to this. Um. He or she is really, really close to this. And they said, Zach, they always tell me, eh, I think this one's going to do well. I think this one's going to do great. I think this one's probably not going to do as well. They said, the designer has fucking outdone themselves on this game, and that is hard to believe. That's what they told me. That sure sounds like Elwin. Eh, I'm just saying. So yeah, I think this. I think you're right. This is going to do very, very well. How do you think this fares for Jersey Jack and their upcoming release of what we think is rumored Guns N' Roses? Different buyers? Uh, yeah, in, in part. In part, I think so. I mean, Jersey Jack Pinball has a certain, uh, in a way, the fan base is, you know, it's, like a, it's sort of like a Venn diagram where there's overlap, but then there, there are those that are all in on the uh, extra, what they feel is the extra stuff that they get in a Jersey Jack game. You yes. know, that there's there's more money put into the BOM. Obviously, they sell at a higher price point. Um, so the big interesting thing that, that uh, Ken Rugberg sort of touched on in his correspondent report is Jersey Jack has always been known for a very family-friendly style theme. And True. Guns N' Roses is in a way, a departure from that and much more in the stern dad rock area where mm-hmm. if, you know, I think if I told you guns and roses, you would, you could have just as easily, or probably more easily have guessed Stern was working on it, given that they've done Aaron Smith, uh, and, uh, the ACDC, you know, Beatles, ACDC, Elvis, Metallica. Me- yeah. Metallica. Um, so it's Iron like, Maiden. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, they do music. Like, Stern's the only one that's been doing music pins, right? Other than yeah. uh, Alice Cooper, which isn't really a music pin, as Spooky would say. It's it's just, it uses it's a, Alice a Cooper. a Spooky so. pin, yeah. So, given that, it's sort of interesting because it feels like Jersey Jack with Guns N' Roses, in, in my view, is going into Stern's wheelhouse. And it's like, they're like, they're knocking. Hello? Hello? We're going to show you how to really do a rock pin, losers. Please tell me who's knocking. Who was it that was knocking? Is that I Eric was knocking. Minier or is that? Uh, yeah, that, that was Eric. Is that Brett Minier? Eric Minier was knocking <laughs> okay. on the stern door, and Dwight opened Pat it Lawler. up. And and Eric's like, "We're going to show you what a real rock pin is." And then Dwight just pulled out two flashes and blinded him <laughs> and closed the door. <laughs> I th- I imagine oh. he walks around with like kind of like the Spider Man web things, but that when he pushes his uh, palms out, the the flashers flash. And he's got them in his hand. Like Light emitting diodes. And it was just blight. Like, pa, 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 pa. Seven. Like, oh. Comet. Seven surface mount diode flasher. Now, that's something I would watch. Like, on Anchorman, when the different yes, TV like, news crews. I want to see who's got what weapon. I what want a specials. yeah. I want a pinball designer and, and coder brawl. Yes. Battle Royale. An artist brawl, too. And, and we may lose a few, but... but <laughs> hey. Then you won't have to worry as much about... Um, it's the risk that we'll take. 
Yeah. To see who, Rotating who comes out at, at the top yeah. there. That would be awesome. I killed someone with a trident. And I mean the trident from the Stern Electronics. <laughs> the real trident. Yeah. Hey, coming off a roof. That would be cool. I could see. I always just picture Jersey Jack and Stern across the same street. I know they're not. But it, I just always pictured that. Like them kind of throwing things at the other building on their lunch breaks and stuff. That's how I want to so, visualize my pinball. So back to your question. Um, I think that, you know, like it feels like every four months or so, you know, they have the three cornerstone thing They're They're always, there's always an anticipation of a new stern pin. So that as an obstacle, isn't anything new. Always going to be a battle. Tech. Yeah. Um, uh, there is a bit of a question, I suppose, about immediate hype thunder being stolen. Obviously, Jersey Jack now has Ken Cromwell working on with them. They've moved their facility. I was told that uh, to expect really exciting things with how they do the reveal with Jersey Jack. Mm. And Jersey Jack, I think, in a lot of people's view, myself included, has beaten Stern on the quality of the reveals before. So... Okay. I'm not going to put it past that Jersey Jack can have a more impressive Guns N' Roses reveal versus Avengers. Uh, and part of the thing is because there was an Avengers six years ago, I think there are a lot of people that are kind of, at least theme-wise, shrugging their shoulders and going, great, Stern, you went back to the same well Well, again. not only that, we've got a lot of pinball machines that are already in that Avengers universe, Iron Man, Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Yeah, no, there's I mean, there's definite I and we see this in film too. There is Marvel fatigue. Mm-hmm. And I think it's safe to say that there are probably plenty of potential buyers out there that have stern Marvel fatigue. Like you just had Deadpool come out and now here we are. We we've got this. You already had done an Avengers before. You've done X-Men before. Do you think that You've done by Spider-Man St- twice? But what about Stern coming out before this JJP reveal announcement? Do you think that maybe hinders some sales from Stern because people are like, "Okay, I might go that route, but I at least I got to see what JJP's got first." Uh, there may be some that fence it a little bit, uh, especially given that they know there's not going to be a, a challenge ordering a premium or a pro model from Stern if they wait. So there's, you know, that but that so given that, that sort of pressure, uh, I mean, it would have worked the other way as well, though, I think. It just... I think it, it balances sort of itself out probably. Like if someone is a big Eric Minier fan and they want to... It's like, I got to see the Eric game. I got to... They're probably going to say that no matter what. Mm-hmm. Just like there might be some that would go ahead and have said if the reveal happened... It was going to happen after Guns N' Roses reveal would go... Yeah, but the rumor is Avengers is Elwin. I got to see the Elwin before I, I put in the money on the JJ. You well, see how? Yeah, but the- but but here's the thing: in the versus match, and I, this could just simply be due to the sheer volume of more pinball machines that Stern puts out. There are more Elwin fans than there are Minier fans. Okay. So I can again, see that based on a lot of pound gorilla of, advantage uh, that Stern wields. More people have played Elwin games than they played Minier games. Yeah, but it has so m- more people know their Elwin fans than they know that they're Minier fans because they just haven't tried his game. He only has one game. Yeah, but that's hard. To, that, to, yeah, to be fair though, that is difficult to measure because people like Elwin based on other things secondary to him being a Stern designer. That there that that's in it as well. But I think when it comes down to buyers at this point, people have had plenty of chances to play Iron Maiden or Jurassic Park and know whether yes. or not they like what he does. How many people had the chance to play Pirate Sack? And we don't know what the I've Minier played it style twice. is. We don't know what the Minier style is. He's had one game. 
Right. We don't we don't know. I know I, that I, a I lot think of people I, I know. feel that Pirates is the best JJP game that they ever put mm-hmm. out. But it's also the game that had the least number of units. Mm-hmm. People just uh, haven't. I've played it twice, and I'm pretty big and uh, you know deep into this hobby. Yeah, I've played true. it twice, and one of those was on the prototype. What I what I was thinking about yesterday, I thought it's amazing to me that Jersey Jack pinball games come out and they don't feel as limited, right? And but people say, oh, the mechs are better. It's got more in them. They're more packed. The light show. But then you go to Stern and they still sell a $9,100 product in an LE there. And like Thanos is, those things are gone. I can tell you right now, listener, I don't know what my allotment's going to be for LEs on this new untitled Avengers game, but I can tell you I'm probably already full. The list is long. And Dennis, that is sight unseen. Yeah. Uh, Well, and, and that, I mean, that, I think comes down to Jersey Jack's model where you've got the CE is the real LE and the LE is so we were Zach and I, before we started recording, we're talking a little bit about watches and limited Mm -hmm. supply kind of tying to the Ryan Clater design uh, step right up game that uh, our watch they had with uh, Mr. Jones's watches, which was limited at a hundred when you're limiting in the thousands, it's you're not really limited. And that, I mean, what, what Jersey Jack LE, not CE, but LE ever sold out their maximum quantity. And you think that, um, was maybe, I mean, I don't know. Well, just because of time. Here's my, you know, outsider looking in. I really hope JJP at this point drops that model. Quit doing this like stupid high quantity LE scale that way back. What if they just changed the name instead of calling it limited edition, they call it something else. Uh, Personally, I wish they wouldn't call it limited because that sounds like it's the top tier option and it's Mm -hmm. not. The CE is. So I just think it's really confusing that they chose when they started to not go with what everyone else, like everyone okay. else LE is their top model. You would think a collector's edition might be. Uh, I'm okay with the top premium. model being collector's edition. I'm not okay with the middle model being the LE. I think they could have flipped it. Collectors like eh, yeah, most collectors are going to want this middle model, but I mean, I'm, not, want I'm not asking edition. for them to do pro yeah. premium LE, but um, it, I just, but I don't know if it, they it gets sell extra out of the confusing because then either. Chicago Gaming does CE for their classic edition, which is their lowest classic edition. Option. Yeah, you see, it all just cannibalizes each other. It's just it's like a little, um, a little brain. But it, it feels like there brain. is a threshold between nine thousand and twelve thousand that the CEs even have a harder time selling out well, than the LEs. Stern. And that's and that's the other factor. That's the that monetary sweet spot uh, and that. It's conceivable that even for their top tier, even with the quantity, like the 250 or five, I don't know how many Wonka CEs there were. Do you know? Uh, Wonka CEs, I thought there was like 500 or 750. I mean, just at the price point that it is. It was is, similar to a Stern? It, yeah, but at the... Like uh, production There are thousands more. I don't know on the CEs if there is. No, I, thought thou- the CEs I meant there are thousands more dollars than a Stern LE. Yeah, thirty five hundred to be exact. Yeah, and I think and I think that makes Give a big take. difference because people are, you know, the thing in pinball is a lot of people don't keep the games forever. They end mm-hmm. up wanting to flip them, and so you have a depreciation issue. And that's the big and, one right there. And most pinball machines at this point, you know, we're past the days of like Tron LE, where 
other than a really weird, if a really weird thing happens, like when JJP didn't produce as many pirates as they originally planned to, mm-hmm. most of the time, all these games depreciate at this stage, as they should. So, but that's not how LEs are supposed to work. LEs are actually supposed to appreciate in most industries that I've seen. Correct. So, and we don't not, know if you're they not won't. really a you know you're not a collector in that in that usual sense where it's like, hey, I I've owned this pen for ten years and now it's gone up in value instead yeah, but like, that's yeah. difficult that's difficult because the collectability is skewed because of technology it's hard to make limited edition a piece of technology that is ever changing and always evolving it'll always feel dated is what i mean so that's a yeah but thing. i mean that doesn't that that's true in other in other industries like like limited run cars just because they're not the latest tech anymore are still worth more than they sold for that's a good analogy. What about video games? Do they sell any LE stuff? They try to do certain like collector edition style things. And it doesn't uphold, with, does it? Eh, I mean, because the game, the game is the game. That's like the metal case and the it's, you know, cases and figurines and things like that. And I honestly, I don't know if they go up in value or not because okay. I've never bought one. Maybe some of the Mario stuff. I, I think in the video game side, time. though, understand that it's not like a, it's not a real limit. They they say it's a limit. And it's a hundred thousand. I mean, that's right. it's it's just like because there's so many gamers. Yeah, it's like ugh, it just doesn't. That is it doesn't, true. They choose not to let it work the same. So we're talking about Guns and Roses. What? Why aren't we talking <laughs> about Toy Story? Because here recently, Toy Story is after Guns and Roses. Everyone knows that. I was chuckling, but we have heard a lot of rumors as of late from some pinball media and from uh, hobbyists on forums that maybe I'm hearing Toy Story is getting swapped. All right, even Why? Ken Rudberg was talking about it. People are talking about uh, with the times and right now, Toy Story makes more sense. Maybe Pat the, Lawler, uh, who's rumored times. to be doing a Toy Story, did has something happened with Guns and Roses? Did they do something? That's controversial? what. That's what that the I'm other rumors were. Like what? Maybe just maybe something was delayed on Guns and Roses and they swapped them. That's what a lot of people are talking about. But I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm here to tell you, listener. Listen to us. You're going to get Guns and Roses next. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm, I, I'm not I hearing just, anything else. I haven't heard us. anything along those lines. And quite frankly, if there was a time to have done Toy Story, it would have been to swap it with Wonka and have done it when mm-hmm. the movie was timely. Yeah. The newest movie was so coming if, out. If you give yourself time and day to listen to those rumors, at this point I'm telling you, listen to us, Maybe trust they us. they are wasting their time. Don't trust us. You're wasted? Yeah. Okay, then fine. You're wasted. Don't trust us. I'm smelling something, though. What'd you eat? I had an ice cream sandwich. Studio office is small with you in it. Dairy, not settle well with you? I'm smelling some teasers coming from Jersey Jack Pinball. If I were to ask you what type of ice cream would you be, would you say Twizzlers? Because you no, clearly don't no, follow the rules not. on things. I that love that question. I would be, what type of ice cream? Are we talking about frozen treats or does it have to have an ice cream base I thought I said it? ice cream, but you okay. know. Well, I, I didn't know the fucking arachnid insect uh, argument here. You took biology in grad school. I'm going to take now I'm going to be tricky here. I would be a caramel Jesus. milkshake. It is ice cream based. So you can't yeah, say yeah. it's not That's fine, but a milkshake is not edible. Like an ice cream. I'd go caramel milkshake. How's it not edible because it's still, it's still very much a base taste, but you get a little flair in there too. And everybody knows that caramel is better tasting than a chocolate or a vanilla or a, a fruit. Caramel's where it's at. What would you be? Rocky Road? Strawberry. 
Yeah, you do like your strawberry. Strawberry. Okay. okay. Sorry I asked. All right. So uh, uh, teasers. All the news. Teasers. Yeah, teasers I think are coming from Jersey Jack. I think they heard from Stern and they're like, all right, damn it. They teased some tech stuff a while, months ago now. Maybe they're just announced the whole damn thing. Who knows? I need I need answers. Well, we finally got answers from Chicago Gaming Company. Sweet Jesus, Ooh. Mother Mary. So back in October, they announced that Medieval Madness was coming back out as a run. They were going to do Royals, Special Editions, and Classic Editions. They also announced accessory kits that they were going to sell to play nice with the original Medieval Madness remake runs years back. So you could buy a topper accessory. You could buy an RGB lighting accessory like you see on the newer Medieval Madness specials and royals. You can buy an extended display, the XL display now with the speaker lights. They were going to do that. They were supposed to come out in like January, February. I can report here that they are now shipping some of them. We got our first shipment of Medieval Madness accessory kits. Whew. Glad they made it. One of my customers was like, I was like, hey, ready for your payment? Because he's ready to go out. He was like, Zach, no. Like, no, I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm like, okay. You think Deep Root's going to have toppers? Not right away, no. (gasps) Bobby Pinball. You better say it's not so. If Bobby Pinball doesn't have a topper at release, next time I see him, I will awkwardly hug him. And that is a promise. Long. Warm hug, too. In this time of COVID, though, it's highly inappropriate. He's going to sue me. (laughs) (laughs) So, Zach, I'm getting concerned that now with Jersey Jack and Stern Pinball and Deep Root Pinball, maybe no one will buy anything in September because they'll be paralyzed from choice. We do have a lot of inventory right now. What's that psychological term for people that can't decide something because they have too many choices? There's a thing. Oh, there is a thing. What's it called? psychology thing. Overchoice. Mm. Overchoice. Yes, I fear for the hobbyists and those that suffer from overchoice. Now, I'm going to edit all of this out, listener. So I'm giving this away, but I didn't know that. I should have known that. Failed. But I, I don't know if Deep Root's going to fail or not. They recently announced on social media, it says, a post that says, hmm, an update to DeepRootPinball.com. Maybe the first of four to come? Question mark. The five updates of Deep Root. <laughs> it has a picture of a spotlight looking at ground breaking and then a nine in blue with a dot, a space in between, and then a lowercase d with a dot. Mm, yes, I did see this on the Facebook. It's a pretty shitty clue. I uh, yeah, don't tell anything. Yeah, well, I've noticed a lot of pe- like people do that, though. They give you these hints and they're, de- they're very much designed to not help. I like the artwork. But I guess it'll make sense when it's all Raza monster house, but I don't know what nine D means. Some people think nine is for September because it's the ninth month. Mm, so maybe they'll start filling in the in between on a day of, yeah, I, yeah, I've wondered if that's supposed to be filled in on the, uh, uh, you know, the same line will have more and more stuff or we'll get more letters and numbers. Yeah. I mean, I just don't, who knows? I try not to overthink things like that. They're designed to get you to overthink them, so I, I tend not to spend much time with them. We're ready, Bobby Pinball. Are you? I, I go BP now. Hey, BP. I talk to him regularly, you know. I'm still curious about what their distribution arrangement will be. I am as well. I am as well. 
You have space for them now that you don't represent Multimorphic. Oh, he just had to bring it up. Rub salt in the wound. What? I don't know if you chose or he chose, actually, <laughs> to withdraw. It's mutually <laughs> agreed upon. Now, uh, update. Uh, I do need to go change all the different avatars. Yeah, you got to edit all the... That's, oh, the, that's why I would have figured you wouldn't have done it. It's Thanks, because Jerry. To change those those back to... I actually went to the <laughs> Multimorphic <sighs> website, uh, but I didn't see where they ever list anywhere who the distributors are. Right, because so. they sell direct. <laughs> it's hard to compete against the company. Shit. No, they... Um, Jerry asked... I don't think he did this to other distributors. Not that I'm being... Not that I'm being singled out, but uh, he has been asking about why we haven't been selling uh, multimorphics lately. And I gave him an answer that I won't repeat here, but it was, I think, a logical, good, respectful answer. And we didn't see eye to eye on me not buying a ton of these things to inventory. So he requested that we no longer sell his products. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Does it? I don't. I'm not sure. Kind of weird to me. I was like, well, what am I hurting? I'm. Uh, it's available if people want to buy it from me. I'm not. I don't. It, it was weird to me, but I don't know. He's taking a strong take here, and I don't know if it's just with me or other distributors, but we're no longer selling multimorphic. The The issue that I had was, all right, Jerry, if a customer orders a pin, what's the turnaround time? Any guess as to what that might be, Dennis? Well, if I were to see what I know others have done, like uh, Spooky with their distributors, um, and I don't know if this is true with the other companies you happen to work with, but there's like like allotments that go to everyone. So you, I mean, if there was a game and there was a run, you would have, like people wouldn't be at the back of the line if they went mm-hmm. to the distributor. And I remember that was an issue. Why I brought up Spooky was that when Rick and Morty, some people actually went to a distributor instead of going to the spooky website and they got relatively low numbers. Mm. So, but oh, in terms of multimorphic, I'm going to guess it's probably not the model. So I imagine that if you were to order one, if I remember what I've seen online, because I, I do follow multimorphics page, you might have a multi-month wait to get a game if you were to order one. Would be I see guess. what you did there. Where, where do you say that's nice? Yeah, it's, it's about three months. Hmm. So... You know, I was like, Jerry, I don't know how I can inventory these games when you get them three months out. I mean, three months is a long wait. So it sounds like they're backlogged through their direct sales. Yeah. And I guess I don't know if Heist is selling well or not. Um, I know personally for us, it's selling better than their other games. It's, I've seen the most positive buzz about Heist versus any other game. So I don't know. It was upsetting, honestly, personally. Really? I felt rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I want to be able to give our customers everything they want and need. It just so happens that not a lot of them are wanting or needing a multimorphic and that's unfortunate for us. But I was telling Jerry, we're not at shows. We can't show these things off. Like I'm not so sure it's a flipping out thing, but his perception maybe is that it was, I don't know. It sucks. I'm sorry, customers that I can't do the multimorphics. We can still find a way. I'll get them through a dealer or something for you, but um, it kind of hurts, but you'll have that. But the good news, Dennis, is that when one leaves, another comes. And Deep we root? just no, we just a uh, little teaser here. We just signed on to sell two more manufacturers' products that are heavily, heavily sold and played. So, more details on that upcoming. Ooh, maybe it is Deep Root. 
That'd be interesting. I'm still curious. I'm curious. I'm still. I'm really curious. I am not about Raza, but I'm curious about the other games. Well, that it's each and every week you show this just this love and curiosity for pinball market trends. Hit it. No, that's the mystery. No, not the sad truck. This is the no, problem the, with soundboards and it, people I who need, get them. I need to get the. No. This okay. is the part I where I, I need to explain how you were so sad when we were going to start recording because you couldn't have <laughs> your whole sound thing wasn't working. And this is really, in a way, my fault. And I blame myself. Uh, next week, I should have him programmed. Trending up this week is one of my favorite games ever made. It's by Jersey Jack Pinball. You guessed it. It's The Hobbit. Can I just train this up every week? I should be allowed to. Do what to. you want with your made-up segment. Yeah, The Hobbit is trending up this week because... If you've looked at the secondary market on The Hobbit, you're seeing a lot of mods coming up now to make this packed game even more... Stop. Even more packed. You're also seeing this. None on the secondary market right now on Pinside are listed in the sixes. Ah? That is objectively a monetary trend. How about it? Chalk it up. We got $7,000 to $7,500 for a Hobbit on the secondary market. And these games are getting older. Also, there's more plays being put on them, so it's not that's not a that's not a factor here. These games are becoming more and more popular, more and more appreciated, and it's about damn time. I'm, I'm just waiting for the Elven Bow edition to come out. Is that the edition you'd go for? Well, I have to see how much glitter is embedded into the playfield. I could get a Hobbit with, and oh, I'd get rid of the one I got to get that. Mirko, you hear that? Trending down this week, unfortunately, is one that I don't like reporting on, but numbers don't lie here at the Pinball Show, and I only report the facts, and that is this. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles LE Edition is taking a bit of a dip. I heard someone, or read some, you know, I guess I read it then. Pinball, or excuse me, TMNTs are popping up for sale relatively quick, and Ugh. in just just in general. And I didn't so see a lot of feedback other than some people are finding the game too hard. You know what? It that's what I've been telling people. It's it's kind of mean, <laughs> but that's what keeps me coming back. I've been playing a lot more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as of late, but uh, yeah, it's it's tough to find my shots on that layout for some reason. It's like a more difficult shooting Tron really hmm. yeah it kind of is but yeah i've seen on the secondary market pros are fine they're holding price you see premiums holding price is fine they're just now shipping out and stuff but the le's have taken a bit of a dip uh also if you look on the pinside top 100 list the title altogether has taken a dip down to number 13 started off hot dropped oh as that, that's does. true for everything though it does but this is relatively quick for something that has been this heralded to drop to number 13 uh, just another little know. small factor it, it always seems like the owners come in and immediately uh rating pump whatever they spent yeah. thousands of dollars on and then the people that don't like the game or like them that don't like, like the, the people that buy the game or the yeah. company come in and then they deflate it and then eventually it stabilizes at some value big steamer right on top of it yeah so tmnt le are now in the secondary market lower than what they are new. And we know that games like Keith Elwin's games, they don't do that. Keith Elwin's Iron Maiden is trending up this week. Iron Maiden LE, you're hearing it here, sells more on the secondary market listener than it was brand new in the box. 
That is a trend, that is a phenomenon that I think is best explained by Keith Elwin and his team over there. As well, I mean, look at uh, look at Jurassic Park, Ellie. You're not going to find one on the secondary market under 9,000. Not going to do it. They're going up. So if this is a Keith Elwin game that Stern's about to announce as their third cornerstone of 2020, watch out, folks. Maybe that's why my interested list is full for the Untitled Avengers LE. But for now, it is trending down for TMNT LE. It's not, it's not a big hit, but I've seen them for $8,800 for that LE. That just came out. And Dennis, I'm going to give you a choice. You want to go, you're feeling little deals of the week next, a little deals of the what the home? What, what do you want mm. next? I we could just end the deal part, skip that part. Okay, so I'm hearing that you're wanting a little Pinball Show Presents Topper Talk sub-segment of Pinball Market Trends. Topper Talk this week, we've got a pinsider by the name of Garrett's Winning. I think Garrett's really winning. Uh, I don't care. Mm, love toppers. Garrett, Garrett Bear on Pinside found... In an old TMNT code, the old code, he looked and found a topper setting. And you know what that topper setting said? Goat mode. Ah! No. See, I need that button too. Boom. Goat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. It said that there was a setting for a topper eye. What does that mean, listener? Dennis? If you can control an eye, topper eye, sounds like a motorized feature. What is featured eye-wise on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme? Technodrome. <laughs> Maybe we're going to get a Technodrome uh, topper for TMNT. I've, hearing, I've been hearing rumblings that the TMNT topper is where it's at, y'all. So maybe, just maybe, that's uh, that's that's what we're talking about here on Top of Talk. That doesn't excite you at all? No. Techno not drill? Really. Not at all. No. Could it be a mechanical right. topper with a, a rotating eye? It could, it could be. It could also just have a light show. And if you want to save a little money, let's transition over to the deals of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Deal of the week this week is found in Old Saybrook, Connecticut by Frank Mack. Frank Mack a lot of times has really nice pins and he has good prices on these pins. This is no exception. He's selling a Stranger Things LE. We've seen some dips in the LE prices, but this one took one hell of a dip. It is now in the sevens. 79.99. Oh, oh. Don't, don't give this guy $8,000, you guys. Don't do it. Look, it's, it came out August 23rd, right? It's now the 31st, or is it the 1st? I don't know how many days are in August. It's been sitting for a week. Don't pay his price. It says oboe. So for $79.99, it also comes with the UV light kit installed. It's like a $300 mod, and it's only got 50 plays. It's brand new. Bye, bye, bye. I'd come in at, you know what? I'd lowball him. Sorry, Frankie. I'd lowball him at $7,500 cash. Take it. That's a hell of a deal of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Indeed. And rounding out the Pitmont Market Trends is Deals of the... What the Creasel? Used you as a verb there. You pre- are you okay with me using you as a verb? A Creaseled? Yeah, do is what it, you want. This is Jason Fowler thing. A verb. So. 
So if you get mad, get mad at him, not me. Love you, Fowler. What I used to call Fowler. Jay Fizzle. Yeah. You drove him out of the hobby thanks to your cribs thing. No, no. <laughs> he got positive feedback on the cribs. We couldn't get rid of Haper yet, though. <laughs> Haper dug in. Still, the what the fuck this week is out of Portsmouth, Virginia. And I've got to say, i got to watch this guy's Portsmouth because it's Wood Chi, Wood Chi, Wood C-H, 23707. See, it's, a, it's a, all the way circle around, Wood Chopper, Wood Chipper, Wood Chi, 23707 is selling a knockout. One of my top three favorite EMs, knockout, Bally, 1975. I looked at the price and it said $5,000. And I thought, there is no EM uh, that hasn't been dipped in chrome that's worth $5,000. Would you agree, Dennis? Uh, that's not true. Really? What yeah. Is, what EM certain, out there? There, is, there are certain titles, especially certain rare ones, that probably do command. Centigrade, uh, 37. Uh, I don't think that gets that high unless it's restored. But it wouldn't need to be chromed. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Are there any high-end EM collectors out there that are like... I yeah. will be chroming out my EM or my wood oh. rail. Oh, oh, high high end, and by that you mean to tart it up. Uh, I don't oh, know is that, that. what you uh, tarty? Well, a, I mean, you're basically taking the original concept and then uh, making it look it with, better. Yeah, by bedaz you're by bedazzling it. Since when is chrome bedazzling? It's a stretch. It, the game didn't I'm come with chrome originally. I'm not putting rhinestones on it. It's like getting the Reese rail special edition, <laughs> embedded rubies. No, I'll give you the bedazzles. It, JJP's sparkly on the play field, eh, kind of bedazzly. So what? It. So what pin was this? This is a knockout. Saw? One of my favorite EMs ever. Bally's knockout, nineteen seventy-five. They usually go for about eight hundred to thousand bucks. Nice, five okay. grand. And that's not even the what the fuck moment here. That uh, that made me look, but in the item description there are no pictures, and it simply says. I'm not dealing with you assholes anymore. <laughs> what do you like about this game? <laughs> Knockout? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I've no, I don't think I've ever played it. Oh man, you're missing out. Knockout is fantastic. I love the, uh, I love the spinners. It's like an underappreciated Grand Prix, and I like the, uh, the funnel in the middle with that saucer. The, the kickout saucer. Okay. Mm, love that. It is, ju- it is just a really fun game. I like it. Smooth, feels good. It's that bally feel with the EM, so feels great. Spinners are juicy. Love it. That's an under pre... If you guys want a good... No. Hate Knockout, because I still need one. Hate Knockout. It's overrated. Stupid. Forget I said anything. Pitball Market Trends! Close that one out fast. That's what I was going to say when you were talking about the Guns and Roses stuff and this being Jersey Jack's uh, like a, a departure from the family friendly. I thought, well, yeah, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's the soft reboot, right? This is a different company. Is it? Is it if Toy Story's next after Guns and Roses? God, where did me? God, where did me? Dennis, when the road's rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You can remember what your old pal Zach said. You got a friend in me. Anytime, any day, I'm a pager beep beep away, my friend. Did you have a pager before? I had a pager very briefly. Brief? Like three, for three years. 
I love how three years is brief. Did people send you messages? Like, were you ever sexting no, I didn't have one on the your beeper? Pagers. Like, hmm? hot chicks text you, like, once you're sexy ass you remember now. remember pagers? Yeah. You're probably, remember? like, all of two years old. No, you could flip over the thing and the, the alphanumeric and spell things. That was a calculator. I could just see it. So, well, you could do that on, on beepers, too. I could see a hot girl being like, want din din dong. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sorry, chess team. I've got to go. I just imagine you with um, those, um, where are they? The Genko jeans, the big, big baggy jeans. That would be correct. Your wife beat her shirt. That would be correct. And, You're, you're uh, on it. Yes, correct. And you've got like four or five pagers while you were dealing iPhones. Well, I was dealing iPhones more as an adult. This was middle school. No, Porter, man. Porter okay. you're, you're, you're dealing, you're dealing your basketball cards. Like, I had my spouse beater. I'll hook, I'll on. hook you up. I'll hook yep. you up. I had the Figaro chain. I hook you up, bro. Yeah. Spiked hair. You had your keys on that, Gel. on the chain. Never had that. Wallet to the chain. To Never the had that. I, no, that, because then that would, I was going more urban and that was, that was representing more alternative grungy. And the last thing, ladies and gentlemen, that I will ever be is grungy or gritty. Ironed your hair every morning. I did have that uh, wet look gel in there, though. Hey, look, I was I got I got the chicks, man. I got the chicks. That's where I first started swooning my current wife, my current wife, like I've been married before. <laughs> Let's close out this son of a bitch. <laughs> Dennis, if people want to get a hold of us, they can go to the pinball network at gmail.com and send us a nice email. Refrain from sending sack pics. I don't want any of that stuff, right? I saw you had an email from someone. They were very, they started oh, very negative and you actually kept talking to them and they uh-huh. seemed to get a lot calmer. Hmm. What does that say about me, Din Din? I, I don't know. I think they wanted you to try to do better or try harder. I think that was the moral. I think they actually said that pretty bluntly, too. Yeah, it was pretty blunt. I talked them off of the cancellation cliff, if you will. I think they're a fan now. Yeah, that's a big leap. We got a friend in them. (laughs) They used to hate us, too. Where can people find you, Dennis, besides the Pinball Network? They can always email eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com or over at facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast can send a message. Oh, Um, nice. That's the other podcast I do. Yeah, and if you love Dennis and think he is one of the most prolific pinball media in the last decade, which is factually correct, then uh, submit a review for us. Because usually our reviews consist of Dennis is awesome, I worship him, less Zach. Joe, like, I'm going to forget that. I'm never going to forget that. You st- look, less you many. Need to rem- look, if you're going to rip remember, on me, give me there, more than two there stars. Was the, there was the person bullshit. on Pinside who, after you had Craig Bobby on, his guest was like, please never have Dennis back and have Craig do it. Dennis is negative. It's Craig Bobby's wife. Like, what do you want? But now Craig doesn't even, he, look at him. Can't even, he can't even consistently do, he's, do a correspondent segment. He's trying to find himself in the woods. He's like, what? I haven't heard his podcast yet. What host do I a, need to he be? He did have a podcast out this last week, the midweek with Craig Bobby. Yes, did. He's determining what first new box he's going to purchase. So listen to that. Uh, probably Avengers because it's an Elwin. There, I solved the mystery. Well, that might be on part three of this series that he's running with. How long is it going? I don't know. We'll see if it turns bad. I'm hearing it's going that to get my rumors are. I'm hearing that Silverball Chronicles can't even cover uh, 
less than a decade of just Bally art in one oh, episode. They're going to do like man. at least two. Oh, I don't know I'm about like, that. Come on. I'm like, uh, maybe I need to look at the, maybe I need to look at their show. I, I, you know, I don't meddle in the creative process of others, but of course, maybe I should look at the show notes and do some editing because oh. how can, I mean, come on, just oh. the art. In fact, I would only cover five years of Bally. Wow. Them some strong words. You got any shit talking to the final round guys? Uh, get some more sponsors. <laughs> they used to have like the best sponsors and now they're all just like, here, we're just going to have kids oh, on the show. Man. They did have a show this last week. It was. I haven't heard good. it yet. But oh, I think you'll they like had it. youngins on, so that's what my reference was. Yep, you'll like it. Final round's pretty good. I, I do enjoy listening to it. Don't don't tell Jeff and Martin that, though. People are loving the TPM podcasts. Well, we most le- of them. I mean, we lead the pack, right? Hopefully, we still lead the pack. I In popularity, I don't know. Our, our reviews are fairly mixed. Well. <laughs> what, what does uh, Aunt May say? With great responsibility comes great power. Something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what Aunt May said. Or Uncle Sam or whatever the hell his name is. I'm just picturing Dwight right now, web-slinging an LED in my eye. I thought Dwight was coming on to do some game. I don't know where he's at. It's like he's coding a game or something. He was know. in your chat when you were revealing all the dark secrets of Avengers. I know. I saw that. I seen that. He's keeping an eye on you. Uh, if you want to keep an eye on me, you can email me at sdtmpinball at gmail.com. In addition to the Pinball Network, um, you can support us there by watching and subscribing and following the video series, uh, as well as, you know what? I'm going to give my own plug to Flipping Out Pinball. We do a stream that I'm putting some more work into, and we're doing some video stuff, too, that I'm, I'm pulling for uh, for the Flipping Out YouTube. So follow and uh, subscribe there. And if you're ready to buy a brand new, unannounced, unofficial video adapter or Avengers pinball machine. I got to watch out what I say now. You can contact us at flipping out pinball. Escalares have been shit. I should have trended up Escalares. Those damn things. It's like people are just now finding out about them. They're great. As long as you don't throw them down the stairs and then not tell anyone that you did it. Yeah. Don't, don't think it's the Jetsons Rosie. I'll get it for you, sir. And just pull it up and down the stairs. You still got to hold on to the damn thing. But if you're interested in any of that stuff, you can contact us. By emailing Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip the letter in out pinball.com. That's Zach at flippinoutpinball.com. Or go to our website, flippinoutpinball.com. You can make purchases there. Or text me, message me, call me. Texting is fastest. 812-457-9711. Could they engineer an Escalera to go up the stairs that um, by itself? Uh, and, they, and vacuum while it does it? We call it the Escatera. They engineered Grandma Creasel to go up the same way. I picture that, like the the chair. Have you seen those things? The chairs that go up the, up the stairs. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, like in movies, I've seen them. Do they call it that stair chair? I, I don't. Do know people still called. get that installed, or are they Probably. just like I, I mean, should just they, live like, on a one level on house? Still living in a mansion when they can't walk <laughs> stairs anymore. Have you ever rode one? Please tell no. me yes. Damn it, no. Would you? I've I've only no. Well, I mean, if I if I. Couldn't get up the stairs. I well, I know would. that. Don't make it I weird. Mean, I'm not. I'm not prideful about it. It's just, but it's 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 so much slower than walking the stairs, and time is. Yeah, but what's more fun, burning calves or? <laughs> I want a, a round staircase too to do that. So it's like, whoa, really? Dirty. Oh, I hate I hate round staircases. Spirals. Uh, I do when you're trying to take pinball machines down. Yeah, we listed what was on TPN last week. Coming up this week, where in the hell are the puppet pals? 
Was that that might have just I, been trolling? I at this heard, point, I think. and I haven't confirmed this. I heard they did some, they did like a segment or something for Super Awesome Pinball Show. Are you shitting me? No, I saw them post something on the Facebook about it. They signed a contract, damn it, in blood, in fluff. Moppy, your little thready ass is mine. Dennis, get the wood chipper. I'm going to give a big plug. You guys have got to go listen and watch Marv Loco on YouTube. Also does a pinball podcast, very meta. So it's a pinball podcast, but it's visual and it's on YouTube. It's called a pinball podcast. It's pretty simple, right? Jeff Rivera right now is like, you son of a bitches. But you have to go watch this because yesterday he dropped an interview with moi. And not only any interview, this is one of the best just pinball conversations that I've had since one of you and I's back and forths. But we cover everything, Dennis. We cover manufacturing. We cover distribution. We cover competition, pinball. And you may be surprised by some of the arguments that are made in that show. It's gonna it's gonna stir a lot of discussion. That one episode, you've gotta go listen to it uh, right after this show. After you review our show on the DB website or uh, the iTunes for your chance to win a brand new what, Dennis? A brand new TMNT banner. Boom! Man. You sure you don't wanna a flipping out sponsor EGP? No. I know you don't. It wouldn't help you much anyway. Let's be I don't care at this point. I just like being affiliated. <sighs> and also check out my stream. I'm going to try to do maybe a stream every week. And as soon as I hear some information that is authorized from Stern, you're going to see probably another stream from me. So flipping out pinball on Twitch or that. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Minnie. Just remember to uh, not use your Escalera without a human being behind it. <laughs> And always practice safe pinball listeners. And if you really think a spider is not an insect, don't be one of those people. Up. So long, everybody. You're